You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Imagine if you were Superman and your entire house was your kryptonite. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. John, what do we talk about? Superman by Brian Singer <laughs> and, of course, Crystals. And then you kill my train of thought for some reason. And then we talk about X-Men and James Marsden. Segwind, True Blood, and naturally that brings us into White Wolf and Bird Skulls. How easy it is to collect them and how great that would be. And killing rodents. Scott? What a twist. M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, After Earth, starring Jaden Smith and the weird overtones it has with Scientology. Uh, Keith then confirms his belief in mathematics. And we talk about G.I. Joe Renegades and Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. Yes, so that pretty much, uh, you know, segues into comic book artists and their shenanigans and how they've entertained us to no end. Lithographs, for some strange reason. The music of Charlie XCS. I did it. I think, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Strange and Simpsons Tapped Out are things I absolutely wanted to sneak into this podcast. And then Liam Neeson and how he's talked to me. Paper airplanes are hard. This is the 9 to 5 entertainment system. <laughs> I can just we can just do this for an hour. We yeah. just like we listen to hip hop and Scott raps the lines way. that he remembers. <laughs> it's like, you hear the music and then you hear like every three lines. <laughs> Best fucking podcast ever. It's a new podcast coming to the nine to five and like pain yeah. Scott raps Network. the nineties. Scott sort of raps. <laughs> Scott raps the lines he remembers from all your great favorite nineties hip hop. Eighties hip hop. Eighties hip hop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like a vandal. <laughs> uh, John has a thing he wants to talk about. Yeah, we talked about this last week. I was all like super excited to talk about Superman because I saw it before. And then Sophie gave me the Brian Singer Superman. And I watched half of it and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> and I felt so bad. I really wanted to like it. And Get it was... this. The first half is the good half. Oh, my God. Oh. I have not watched that movie. It I've was seen, like, like the last like, 10 minutes of it. It was like plastic. Everything looks like it's plastic, and it's like a kid's movie. Like It feels very, very, very much like a children's Superman. <laughs> I'm just so... I don't, I don't know. What, what else? Scott, you want to chime Scott's in? Scott's wearing a Superman shirt I know, right now. And, I'm gonna, and it has a cape. I'm going to take a picture it. of it and Instagram it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott? Uh, I, I just thought that Brian Singer had met Richard Donner at some point and really wanted to make a movie just like him. Who? The Richard Donner. Who's Richard Donner? He made the original Supermans with Gene Hackman as uh, Luther, Luther, Luther and yeah. no. He's, he... It just so. it felt it felt dated. So it was in, like, like the bad sense, not in the cool, can't be retro sense. It felt yeah. dated in the like, my God, they don't know what kind of how to do action, and they don't know. Yeah. The characters are wooden and, and oh. one dimensional, and the like, the plot is predictable. I well, didn't like how cartoony Parco Posey and uh, Kevin Spacey were. Kevin yeah. Spacey was playing Gene Hackman, playing yes. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like, just straight yeah, up. Yeah, he felt like a caricature. Yeah, you know? that's exactly and what it was. And even, um, 
Oh, who's the actor who plays Superman? I don't remember. What's his name? The new one. I forget. The, the Brian Singer one. Yeah. He's basically playing Christopher Reeves, playing Superman. Like, when he goes Clark Kent. Yeah. It's Christopher Reeves, Clark Kent. Like, there's... But I felt like Hollywood would have, like, lost... Like, would have understood that that was a mistake. Based on... Remember when they made Batman and Robin, and they were like, let's make it, like, the 60s show. Like... Yeah. And it was so bad. That was the Schumacher one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it was. That was, and, that was horrendous. And it was an atrocity. This one, I wouldn't quite put it at the same level of atrocity, because... Because Singer actually lower? sort of still knows what he's I like, doing. I like Latigra a lot, but that's pretty loud. It sure is. <laughs> okay. Someone lowered a bit? I don't know where the thing is. It's on the table. All right. What? What table? In the kitchen. It's on the kitchen oh. table. There's a little button that says plus and down. Here, go. Continue what you're saying, John. Sorry about that. Yeah. The, um... Oh, you killed my train of thought, buddy. So it was like... Campy without... Without nice. dated, without being campy, without without any like redeeming aspect to the to it, and I, like I'm, I I just I'm so disappointed watching it because Kevin Spacey is great and he felt like he was trying to do like a like a like a, a movie for a six year old. I just Brendan Routh. I don't know that's who, his name. Cool. I don't know Thank who, you. who, and who is like. And the greatest victim of the Superman film is the fact that not only did we get a shitty Superman movie, we also got a shitty X Men Three. It was like a movie that was so shitty it like spilled over and made another shitty movie happen. Yeah, because um. James Marsden, who played Cyclops in the first X-Men movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was friends with Brian Singer. But it wasn't just James Marsden, right? It was also that Singer said that he would do three, but only after he finished Superman. And Fox was like, we'll just get someone else. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they were super – Fox was already super pissed off at Singer. And then Marsden was like, oh, Brian, you know, I miss working with you. I thought we'd be working together on X-Men and we weren't. And right. uh, Singer was like, actually, there's this little role, Lois Lane's boyfriend – why don't you come play it? Why don't you come? It, w- it won't take more than a week to shoot. And he checked his schedule for X-Men and said, okay, I've got this week off. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So he went to down from Vancouver to L.A. to shoot the scenes for Superman. Yeah. And then the Fox executives found out about this, and they were just like, well, fuck that guy. He's fired on the Fire spot. Him. Yeah. And they fired him without telling the director of X-3 who was in the middle of making a movie about Gene and Scott. Right? Yeah. Fun fact, Cyclops... Dies off camera. No, but no, but also, pretty big part of the X Men. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like just to write him out in the first five minutes. So in the middle of yeah, like in the first twenty minutes of X Men X Three, Cyclops dies off camera without and a not reason. mentioned again for the rest of the film. <laughs> so much so that like the director was so pissed off, the studio relented to his demands, and he went back to James Marsden, and Marsden was just like, <laughs> "Fuck you." Wow. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so they took Cyclops out of a movie that probably was being made incorrectly anyway, because like just X Men one and two were both very good, and X Men three was shitty, and it was supposed to be Singer who was like at the helm for three, but was like yeah. I'm only going to do it after Superman. So it's like Singer made a shitty Superman, and because he made a shitty Superman, he didn't make a good X Men three. Well, so, he didn't make X Men three. No, but he was he, he yeah. was he said he was yeah. going to. I'm saying because yeah. bec- he chose Superman over X Men, but he said he was willing to do both, but just like. Longer, so what, it would be like a bigger gap between. What X2 blows and X3. my mind is that it was so bad that it makes me want to go back and rewatch X Men One and Two and, and think if I misjudged them or something. Like I just, or didn't I really al- liked them? Did, didn't he also do? Uh, I uh, have suspects. Them. I have all the X Men yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, the guy knows what he's doing, dude. Yeah. Brian Singer did Usual Suspects. So what the fuck happened with this movie? I don't. Nostalgia goggles. You, you well, really you know what it is it with Superman. I'm, I'm, I'm sure what it is. It's the Kevin Smith story. It's the production hell of getting Superman done yeah. for like 10 years before the licensing agreement went. 
And they basically said, okay, we can't agree on anything. The bad press has come out on what Superman movie is going to be. Right. Just do what already works. Just do a Richard Donner Superman. And what a terrible fucking call. Well, if it was Nick Cage and the Superman who doesn't wear a costume or flies, like that, and or, or and has to fight a giant mechanical spider, with Tim Burton directing, right. like, like just, a purple and icky looking suit, yeah, right. That, yes, so it's purple and icky looking. Like it just got destroyed so many times that that was really the only it was choice. Like the Duke to Nukem, do. like yeah. the Duke Nukem three of movies. It's <laughs> just like ah, oh, it's done. We're just good with this. Ugh, I don't know. I, I feel like super disappointed. And I, but I'm going to go and finish it. I'm only, like I said, I really turned it off halfway through. I didn't get to the scene where the kid kills the, the, henchman. the, the henchman yet. I'm pumped <laughs> to see that. <laughs> You're excited to see That's, Isn't that close to the end, though? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've seen any fucking movies recently. I don't know. I watched season premiere of True Blood. Oh, really? It's back on? Yeah. It's it was back. good? It was good. It was fun. It was. Yeah. Um, is it fairy crap or is it vampy? It's vampires. Yeah. It's, uh, anyone else watch it, Scott? I don't know. No, no, I haven't plugged in my computer yet. Are you okay. up to date on watch the end of the last date season? prior to that. Yeah, he knows yeah. about, he knows about Billith. Yeah. Which, <laughs> Billith. What? Vampire Billith. Do you not watch, uh, no. True Blood? You really should. Do you, it's do, fantastic. Do you not care about it at all? Or? I read the books. Uh, okay. I thought the show was shit. Okay, so then you don't care about spoilers. No. Anyway, so yeah, Vampire Bill, uh, becomes Lilith. So now he's Billy. Or he like diabolized her blood it's, it's, out of a... Drink, it's like yeah. they, they had some of her blood and like a sip of it made you like ultra fucked up and super powerful and he drank the whole vial. Yeah. Lilith like white wolf lore Lilith? Or? Pretty yes, much, like yeah. Same Lilith. Lore, Lilith. Oh, okay. This, the, the whole TV show is like deeply merged in white wolf vampire. Like, okay. You can totally pick out characters that show up, have wacky powers, and you're like, oh, that's a verbena. That's just what's happening. I might start watching it again. I don't know. I stopped watching after season two because I was like, fuck this. Ver- verbena? The mage. That was your oh. go-to? <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It's, here, here's... I was like... You're like, I, I know the mage tradition, Verbena, right. but you're just like, just like of all the things to grab. That, that's, that's what it was. Verbena. Because it's a character that comes in out of fucking nowhere. It's the it's the, the crotchety old lady who heals um, Bill or somebody when she... Like, she, she comes in, she uses magic powers, she uses blood magic, she lays like one of the vampires out on the table, and the vampires are all like, what the fuck are you? How do you know how to do this? And she's like, don't make me explain it to you. I'm not going to. I'm just doing a favor for somebody. She uses blood ritual magic, and then she has one episode. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's her thing. That's what it was. It's a mage like... ally that somebody called in a favor on. I thought that Rabenna were more the the stupid fucking the nature and blood yeah. magic. That's what they do. Yeah, exactly. But that was actually really cool in the books. Yeah, yeah but, no, but that's it. But the whole like the witch circle from the other season, they were Rabenna, obviously. Not uh, all the girls they that could come have, in and all that. They stuff, could have like... been hermetics, like Maybe. a wacky offshoot of hermetics. Yeah, it's true, because they had, like, ancient stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Flashing our White Wolf lore here. The, yeah, uh, exactly. The, the and point... just like in White Wolf, when fairies show up, it's stupid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fairies only work if they're just by themselves. Like, the only changeling games that make any sense is if the changelings don't. Or if it's just one changeling, and it's never explained. Like, in the... Do you remember Pomegranate's, like, full and fine or yes. whatever? Like, that was probably AK. the only way that changeling has ever been done well. It's, I think it's the only way that a multi-fucking... A multi-section... Uh, like White Wolf story has ever been told pretty well. Yeah, and like because there's like well, there's the mage, the vampire, and the Sabat. Yeah, yeah, but the Sabat. There, there's a mage too. Yep. And, oh, is that the one where there's like the fucked up? Um, and then like where there's like the Shemisi, who's like not like 
Like, who, who's just, like, also... Has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, he's, like, a, like a tall, like, lampposty guy, because he's, like, fucking, like, vicissitated himself, and he's, like, and just, like, moves around. Nothing is explained. They never say what anything is. Yeah. So you have to, like, literally, when you're reading the book, like, if you don't know the lore, you're just like, oh, that's a wacky vampire. That doesn't make any sense. But if you know yeah. it, like... So this is a White Wolf book. Yeah, novel, fiction novel that was published. Yeah, pomegranates full and fine. Okay, just, just like, backing up for the. Listeners. I said that at the beginning. I put the title right at the beginning. Yeah, and but you, what the fuck? You is said it? just like pomegranates full and fine, and started. Yeah. Uh, I'm just it's backing a up for the novel listeners. that I believe is out of print, listeners. <laughs> Good luck finding I, yeah. that eBay. I doubt it even. Everything's on eBay. Uh, it was, One it was out of everything print. in the world sure. is on eBay. But it was out of print when we were uh, when I was librarian at uh, Sci-Fi. Because our copy was so fucking tattered that, like, and was like a very like beloved, yeah. Book Everybody by, who read it was the like, club. Huh? and like we were like, okay, we'll just get a new fucking copy because our copy's falling apart, and like could not get a new copy. If everything on is on eBay, I'm really bad at it because I was trying to look for like a bunch of bird skulls to make stuff with, and I couldn't find any. Did you go on eBay and type in bird skulls, and nothing came up? I did, just only ridiculous things that were. Really expensive or replicas? I know exactly who you need to talk to for that. Okay. My little up. brother? Because he'll get you bird skulls, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that close to the operation needed to get things. No, you, you no. Like, no, no I, I know someone who's ordered bird skulls. Oh, okay. Really? Yep. Collects them. Had a bunch of them on her shelf. Hot. <laughs> I know That's somebody one of those who's... Things. You come into somebody's house, you're looking on the shelf, you're going to like check out what books they have to judge the quality, and they don't have books. Bird skulls <laughs> all over the place. I knew a guy. I still know this guy. Uh, he's an um, exterminator, so he used to collect rat skulls. Very same thing. Rat cool. skulls are cool looking. His current girlfriend made him get rid of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you really need more than two. Wait a minute. What? Two? Rat skulls. Yeah. Well, one. Yeah. But then two is a pair, so you can put them together. And you'd be like, what are those? Rat skulls. Uh-huh. I'd say when you get to 15, there's an issue. You know what I would like to I do? I don't know. You could do like a wall. I would like wall, to collect yeah. little rat skulls and then paint them as Marvel superheroes. Uh, <laughs> so you have like rat skull Captain America with like. So your birthday just went by. So I guess the next occasion is Christmas. Yeah. Keith Miss. Rat skulls for Keith. Yeah. yeah. But think about how fucking weird that would be as a collection. Just being like, oh, I collect rat skulls and then paint them. Yeah. Yellow stripe in the center with red around. Yeah. Like it's the Iron Man rat skull. There's <laughs> 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 Spider Man rat skull. Yeah. Like some of them are like super like. We'll, get, we'll talk to like Anthony and Kristen and get them to like Warhammer paint them so they're super. This is like a little like just like a little like what is it like a green diamond? You're like oh that's Vision, <laughs> like, <laughs> the unwanted adventure. You know the, the cool thing about all of this is that um, we could just go to a pet store, buy a bunch of rats, and kill them. Ain't nobody gonna care. Nobody cares about rats. We're having this discussion. I care. Thing. Don't why? do that. But why? I'll you know cry. That predominantly, rats are sold for snake food. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> or have you guys seen the video of the, the the turtle, the snapping turtle, ripping mice to pieces? I don't on... want to talk about sad okay. animal things. This is so crazy. So the guy is dropping mice into this tank with a with a snapping turtle that has got to be like I don't know, sixteen inches or twelve inches across. So it's a big fucking turtle. The turtle goes, snaps up, drunk, pulls the mouse down under the water. Uses like holding him in his mouth. Uses one paw to fully pull off the mouse's lower half and separate it. Awesome. The mouse's upper half starts swimming up, and the turtle lets it go and kind of like watches it. The top half of the mouse, literally eviscerated, spewing, eviscerated and spewing <laughs> blood out, manages to get up to the top and get a final breath before the turtle goes narp and pulls him back down. Awesome. That yeah. makes you think of the uh, the chat roulette thing with the the guy and the snake and the 
cute little mouse. Yep. It wasn't a mouse. It was a, a baby chick. It was like a baby yep. chick. Or like tits or like tits, a... Tits, tits are moving, moving closer. closer. Tits are moving closer. Tits are moving closer. Kept moving a little baby chick closer and closer to the snake. And, the like, and girls were like, no. And then they're like, ka The snake just fucking attacks the baby chick. And the girls are like, no. And the guy's like, lol. Chat but quality people so i haven't seen after earth but i uh-huh. did hear that it's a big scientology parable that's what everybody was afraid of also that jaden smith ruined it he was just no apparent but apparent okay what i heard yeah is i'm that- sorry wait let me my brain can't okay so chicks and chat roulette and all of a sudden what is this okay, that earth. story is done yeah all right what's after earth <laughs> after earth is the new will smith movie it's the first time that will smith has had a summer blockbuster that did not debut at number one Wait, is, is that the one with this kid? Yes, yeah. Jaden Smith. And uh, M. Night Shyamalan directing. Yeah. Another we miss about, for... No, but we were M. talking M. about that. We were like, this is weird. That I was like, how many times do you need to fail M. Night Shyamalan before you get to stop yeah. working? Like, didn't didn't his other movies lose all their... Avatar. Avatar lost it. Not, yeah, yeah, the last yeah, Airbender. They lost Airbender. Movie, lost the last Airbender so made much me so money. angry. Oh, my it, God. It, it didn't. It lost, like, fucking everything. And then on yeah. the other two, like... Lady in the Water was a pretty big flop, and that was one of his. The fucking signs, signs was terrible, like universally yeah. panned. Uh, no the other one, the the trees with Marky Mark, uh, the lake, no, or the was, Lady no. in the Water. No, no, that, no, that was with that was uh, Paul Giamatti. The, the Happening. happening. Yeah. Lady in Man, the water that was, was a bad terrible. movie. The Happening is a movie that we need to like watch as a team. Uh, have you guys seen it yet? No. The fucking, I've, oh. like, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Like, I've, I sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. It is god awful movie. I just remember the the shots, like. Shots of the trees, like when they're like, but you don't understand. It's no, no, the trees, just... and then it's like a shot, like a of long a shot of the tree, like rustling in the wind with like music, like whoa. <laughs> like, you're like, what? Oh no, <laughs> man! Don't even, don't even tell them anything else. <laughs> like that's already too much. Because when that, when that twist happens, two hours into the movie, it was the trees you're just all like, along. What? <laughs> no, but you don't get it. The trees are everywhere. <laughs> Dude, they're everywhere. <laughs> like, have you looked outside? Trees. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm going to Shyamalan. But then he had such successes, man. Fucking, no, he had two. He yeah. had two successes. Yeah, but they were two. they were big successes. And I actually rewatched um, Unbreakable, Unbreakable like, like a month ago, and it was still fucking great. Unbreakable is a great movie. The yeah. Sixth Sense has a great twist, if you don't know what's coming. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, after that was... Village, which... Yeah, I the saw the village? twist coming from a pretty long way away. And, but and there were check? parts of it that made no sense. Like, why was Red Bat evil? Nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. They there just made that up for no reason. There's a lot of holes in it. Mm-hmm. But apparently not nothing like the holes in After Earth. Where like, <laughs> like, it's not even a twist movie. <laughs> no, there is no twist, first of all. It's like a completely linear movie. Like, I, th- I thought, okay, so here's the story, right? Um, there's the, there, there are like... People have not lived on Earth anymore, and then Will Smith and Jaden Smith end up crash-landed on Earth, right. and they have to survive, and everything on Earth wants to kill people. Yeah, except for the fact that people have not lived on Earth for, like, 20 years, but in that 20 years, apparently, all sign of man has disappeared. Like, Will Smith talks about leaving Earth, mm-hmm. and then when they go to Earth, there's nothing left. Like, like it's been 20 years, and still be buildings and shit. Is it good? No, it's apparently fucking awful. Like, apparently the film is like, I don't even really want to see it, it's so... I, it's almost apparently unwatchably bad. They were like, because it's Will Smith acting without emotion, which is like the only thing Will Smith really has going for him is um, gravitas. Well, and, and like, what? but I like, like a sense of what? Like, like, You're saying Will Smith, the Fresh Prince <laughs> of Bel Air, has gravitas? What's, what's but, yeah, but gravitas? 
It's like seriousness and lending gravity to any emotional scene. Yeah, like for weight, instance, believability, uh, intensity. What's his name? Who played the voice of Unicron? Orson Welles. <laughs> Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Gravitas. Yeah, in the Frozen Muppets movie. Right, when Muppets take Manhattan, yeah. they they go to get a Hollywood contract, and yeah. Orson Welles is there. Yeah, he he owns the scene, even though he's surrounded by colorful puppets. It's gravitas. That's gravitas. gravitas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Will Smith is jovial. And they were like, so the whole thing is they have this species that like mankind is like sort of at war with that can sense fear. And then, but like some people can like suppress their fear and it's called ghosting, Mm -hmm. which is also the name for when you like pull out and spit on a girl's back and then she thinks (laughs) that you're finished and she turns around and you come in her face. Also the term. So when people are (laughs) continually talking about ghosting, I think it's amazing. I need to hang out with Sarah some more because (laughs) I think she needs to get out. (laughs) Thanks, Sophie. Yep. Jinx my five-year relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so they're just sort of like... And any chance at ghosting. But yeah. I can just imagine Jaden Smith being just sort of like, you don't understand, I'm never going to be able to ghost like my dad. <laughs> like, whatever. So Will Smith has, like, learned a way to, like, fucking eliminate fear, which doesn't make any sense, because it's like, fear is what keeps humans alive a lot of the time. Like, just eliminating fear doesn't make any sense. So, but Jaden Smith can't do it because he's a little pussy or something. Mm-hmm. And then, so Will Smith's acting emotionless. And then Jaden Smith is by himself, but Will Smith is, like, communicating to him from the watch because Will Smith's legs are broken. So the entire film is, like, Jaden Smith doesn't, they're like, I don't even know if it's Jaden Smith's fault that it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Because he's, like, he's acting terribly, but he's, like, this kid alone on a green screen. Like, for the entire film. And this is, like, his first gigantosaur picture after Karate Kid. Karate and Kid, yeah. That's it. I whip my hand. That was his sister. Yeah. I, I watched the Karate Kid. Not terrible. No. It, it was a Karate Kid movie. Perfectly Didn't he learn okay Kung with Fu? It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was not Karate Kid. It was a Kung Fu movie. He, yeah. And <laughs> they kind of address that in the movie. Do they really? Yeah. How? He, he does, he has, he never says karate in the movie. Good. There, there's no mention of karate in the movie. It's like, just like Troll 2. No <laughs> trolls. Not one. But it, it's a Kung Fu movie, but based around the Karate Kid plot, right? He's... He gets bullied by a bunch of kids that study martial arts, and, and fight the competition. I mean, I, he meets. Does he a have like kindly a very serious montage, and suddenly gets a black belt? No, he doesn't get a belt. No, no, no. Well, that's missing out. Uh, but he does. He, he does go into the tournament, and then you know wins his way up and gets hurt. Is and then Cobra Kai. Does he do the crane kick? Where he like stands on one leg, and then suddenly it's, nobody expects it, kicks with the other one. Well, yeah, and it's... <laughs> Jackie Chan plays Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. That, that was, yeah. When I saw the casting, I was like, correct. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I don't even need to watch you to know you did something right, film. Yeah, and instead Jackie of going Chan. to, like, from New York to California, he go, it's, his mom gets a job in China. Yeah. And she's, like, a banker or businessman. So it makes more sense that there's a black kid in China learning karate. Yeah. I mean, Kung, Kung Fu. Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, he is not a terrible child actor. No. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Well, he they, was okay in the movie. It wasn't... Well, that's what it was an saying. Oscar so like, winning. Like, it wasn't but like, like giving a child actor nothing alone nothing. in a green screen room, like a green screen and being like, I guess like your dad standing off camera Spike saying his one, lines, two, but you can't. Re- three. Yeah. So you can't really look at your dad. You have to look at your little watch or whatever that your dad is talking to you from, whatever. And like, he's just yelling at you disapprovingly <laughs> exactly. from backstage. And then apparently, so like spoilers to the film After Earth, like apparently at the end of the movie, like Jaden learns how to like ghost. Or Wait, whatever. which ghost? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> so like, he learns how to ghost, and then like his like his father's like, "That's right, son." So you're like, so his father doesn't learn emotion or anything. Like he's just like 
<laughs> fucking complete nonsense. That's what they're saying, like, the Scientology subjects. It's all about, like, Scientology is, like, about, like, self-actualization. You can do anything if you put your mind to it mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's like you can just... Except stay married to Nicole Kidman and Katie Holmes. <laughs> walk, oh. walk. No, but exactly. So, like, Scientology, Scientology lawyers, you can direct your requests to <laughs> Scott at 9to5.cc. Give your address in Cote St. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <laughs> never find you. I'll but yeah, Benny Crescent. Oh shit, in Montreal. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, the like, and that's like the word. The whole people are like, this is just a big Scientology thing of like, you can just be mind over matter and stop being afraid of anything. Scientology, like, have you ever met a Scientologist who's afraid of anything? No, man. There we go. Tom Cruise is fucking not afraid. I've of never met anything. a Scientologist. Yeah, neither have I. Actually, I think they're just afraid of contact with people in general. No, I actually think that they're all really rich. Except for those ones who were really poor. Yeah. Giving the money to the really rich ones. Yeah, yeah, But if you were going to build a cult, wouldn't you really want to only have rich people be members? I mean, it would just make it easier for you at the top. And then there's a weird clip online of Will Smith (laughs) saying that... Because I don't know if you ever saw the clip where Will Smith's like... Because Will Smith's not out as a Scientologist, right? Because apparently because his mother's still alive and his mother's like hardcore Catholic. And he's like, that's what prevents him from publicly saying that he's into Scientology. Parents... Do not understand. <laughs> so they just don't understand. Get it. Anyway. Huh. Huh. I see what you did there, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Sophie gets a rap reference. Woo. <laughs> this is a very special episode. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> like, a Scientologist showed up at his door and his life got twisted and upside down. <laughs> and it was just crazy. If the keys to the Porsche, would they mind? Mm, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but he has, like, these weird interviews where he, like, alludes to, like, these weird, like, Scientology ideas, and one of the new ones that's out with him and Jaded is the fact that they can, they can do, like, a special kind of math that what? other people don't understand because numbers are, like, numbers don't mean anything, so it's, like, it's relative. What? So if numbers mean anything that you want them to, you can do your own math, and other people just don't get it. And I was like, actually, like, <laughs> math is a constant, Will Smith. Like, you're just fucking crazy. Didn't you watch Close Encounters? Like, even aliens understand math. Fucking stupid. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, my my son and I understand a special way to understand numbers. And when someone was like, he's like, yeah, we're third. That means we're three number ones. Like, because they opened at three. And I'm like, no, what, Will Smith? Like, are you trying to use Scientology math to explain that your number three movie is actually three number one? <laughs> crazy movies? person logic only works with other crazy people. You're talking to normal people you now. You can't say this in public, Will Smith. This is nonsense. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, John. Don't you love that Keith is the one leading this charge? I, I really do, and ordinarily I would be jumping all over this, but I feel I feel just relaxed. I had a good day today, so I'm not going to do it. I don't understand right. what's happening here. Well, so Keith goes, is also part of a crazy cult, so <laughs> we're, he, he's mocking another one in particular for their wacky We believe in math! <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare that I get to make fun of other people's religions. No, no, I know. Because lots of them are like way, way less crazy than mine. Mine is like, you know, usually one of the crazy ones. <laughs> I'm not uh, getting into it today. So, uh, I've been watching... Uh, Sophia, I recommended this to you, and I don't know if you've watched it yet or not, but G.I. Joe Renegades lately. Oh, it was so oh cool. I forgot. I totally forgot. I have, I've been trying to catch up with Archer, which I have, and okay. now I'm Where rewatching are you with Archer? Castle. I'm caught up. Season 4 oh, is done. Excellent. Yeah. Good I times. thought 4 was kind of not... It wasn't as on as 3 was. But didn't 3 have Heart of Archness? And Heart of Archness was kind of... That was only like the first three episodes. Yeah, but yeah. it was still kind of meh. Yeah. But then after that, it was very, very good. Whatever. I'm yeah. caught up, and now I'm uh, doing the same thing with Castle. Okay. 
Oh, well, no, I have not squeeze watched Squeeze in some Renegades, Renegades in there, because yeah. it's kick-ass. Uh, we, we just watched two episodes, and I have to say, for like a format of making G.I. Joe like really watchable, this is just such a good idea. Yeah. So, so basically, the idea is Cobra is awesome international, multimillionaire, multifaceted conglomerate run by Richard Branson. I mean, Cobra Commander. I see. Like Halliburton. Like Halliburton meets Virgin. Okay. Right. So, like, they just, they're everywhere. And publicly accepted, like, let's go to the Cobra Mart and pick up some groceries. Well, you, you, know, get, you have Cobra, you have your Cobra phone. And... So, like, Irving, out when you got out to the, like, Maritimes. Yeah, but, like, really, like, Virgin. Think, yeah. think Virgin. Like, they own the planes, they own TV, the science, technology, phone, your cell phone. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're... And you're just like, why wouldn't you let Cobra into your house? Yeah, if anyone Cobra's in Toronto there. is listening, we mean Rogers. <laughs> no. Virgin owns so much more than Rogers. Virgin has its own... I'm co- honestly not getting into this debate, Keith. It was just a comment. Rogers doesn't own cola or airplanes. Anywho. Or Anyways. So, so they're just Cobra. everywhere. Yeah. And uh, Scarlet, basically on her own as a military industri- espionage agent, tricks four or five Joes to come with her to do an inspection on a Wait, Cobra plane. how do they get the title of Joes? Because they're, 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 not they're Joes soldiers. Okay. They're soldiers. Just regular soldiers. Four, four or five army guys to be your yeah. escort. She goes to do an inspection. They were like, it's weird how in the army your name is like John Smith and my name is Beachhead. But, you know, whatever. No, they, all have their own, <laughs> they all have their own normal names. There's uh, Sergeant Hauser and they're all, they're all together. And her and Shana, Lieutenant Shannon O'Hara. Yeah. And they bring along one guy who's basically just giving them nicknames all the time because he thinks this is a joke mission, just doing a security inspection of some pharmaceutical plant. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they get there... One, all the soldiers figure out that this was not a routine inspection. And two, the security agents at the pharmaceutical plant just try to take them out completely. They just try to rough them up and throw them out of the building. And a firefight ensues as everyone goes crazy. So they break into the plant and they find out that, you know, kid scientist and wanted for human crimes against humanity, Brian Bender, is also known as the Mind Bender, is doing all kinds of weird bio stuff there. And in their fight to escape, uh, Ripcord, the one who's been giving them all the nicknames, gets killed. And they escape, and they go back to the military base, but on the way back, Cobra has released an edited version of all the security footage, making it out to be that these soldiers have attacked and destroyed a major pharmaceutical plant that builds, like... Anti-cancer medicine. Anti-cancer medication. And they're all wanted now. The military police try to take them right away, so they hit the road and go on the run. Cobra is after them because they know that these five people uh, know their dark little secret for a little bit. And also Flint, the the character Flint from the Joe series, is after them as the army military police trying to bring in these wanted renegades from the army. Okay. So there's these two things that are chasing them around as they're going around the country trying to gain evidence that Cobra is actually evil and not right. the great American success story uh, to clear their names. Very is, cool. Is it animated and like... Yeah, it's cartoons, 22 minutes, and they have little adventures as they go from town to town and What's run into on? different stuff. Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Yes. Oh, I'm watching that tonight. And uh, yeah, it's Scarlet... Snake Eyes, Roadblock, Tunnel Rat, and Duke are the Tunnel Rat, the that seems like a weird choice. Uh, he's ethnically diverse. I see. Yeah. But you could have just made any of them ethnically diverse, really. Yeah, but he was always Asian. Like, why, why fuck with that? <clears throat> what about, you know, they could have had Firefly. 
Firefly is also a Cobra sabotage agent. Yeah. That would be a bad. That would be a bad choice. I would have fucked up something like that. That's why I'm not talking about other JoJo characters. Quick, quick kick is also Asian. Yes. You know what was awesome about the second JoJo movie? Didn't see it. Firefly. There was a second JoJo movie. Yeah, Yeah, with the Rock Rock and Bruce Willis. Wait, what? Bruce Willis was GI Joe. As in, wait, what? He was GI Joe. Okay. Who else has seen this? No one. I went to see it. How was it? Um, wasn't it? No. Well, I mean, this is a great review. Yeah, no, I think... <laughs> I was really excited to see the further adventures of my favorite characters, like Hawk and Scarlet. Channing Tatum. Uh, not Channing Tatum so much, but like like Breaker. Breaker was pretty cool, the Arabic Breaker. Uh, Scarlet was very cool. Ripcord. What I Lanes. like about this, what I like about this actually, is that um, instead of having a whole barracks of, of G.I. Joes running around all the time, like the secret organization that basically is half the populace of the military U.S., um, they rotate who is a member of G.I. Joe. So it, it kind of makes sense to see a different gang to so me. Don't they also anyway. murder everybody? No. They murder one person. Wait, is this is this a sequel to the live action yeah, 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 yeah. G.I. Yes. Joe? Is Rise the one... of the Cobra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called I actually the Rise of really Cobra. liked it. No, no, you didn't see the sequel. I saw the first one. The first one. I yeah. liked the first yeah. one. Yeah. The second I liked one was apparently one. enough of a mess that Joseph Gordon-Levitt like paid Refused, paid yeah. penalties. Not to, to. not to do it. He breached his contract. Wow. I liked I liked a lot about it. Uh, I I didn't like stuff that they did. Like um, uh, Flint was just a complete waste of space. Like they did nothing with the character at all. He was just, who's this dude? Why is he hanging around this girl who's supposed to be Lady J? I, I don't have no idea. But otherwise, I thought it was okay. Bruce Willis was ignorable. So yeah, hmm. I thought it was. I don't fun. know. I just thought it was. The reason I liked the first one is the reason a lot of normal people didn't like it. Was that it was very true to, to G.I. Joe. Yes. Cobra Commander has evil... We need a new vehicle. And yeah. These flying things everywhere and stuffing guns and exploding things. That has reason. super science that I'm going to use to take over the world. That's exactly the film. Cobra mm-hmm. comes up with a cockamamie scheme to take over the world. The G.I. Joes use robots and shit to stop them. Best line of the movie? Exactly. Kill them. Kill all the Joes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, my favorite line of the movie is when he's Sink just like... No, no, when he's like... Detonate the ice pack! Yes! <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not a normal thing to scream. Blow up the ocean! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But no, seriously, Firefly is fucking amazing in the sequel. Yes, it's played by that guy who's the dude in Rome. I see. Which dude in Rome? The guy. Do you mean the, the HBO show? Yeah. Yeah, it was such a good show. Yeah, the Caius Everyone dude. Everyone was in that show. The one yeah. who knows what the clitoris is? I only saw one episode, yeah. so that's all I remember about Ray, him. Ray Winston? Yes! The, the, the big dude the, who has sex with from, everything? Yeah, he's so hot. Anyway. The Punisher from Punisher Warzone. Yes, him. Huh. Yeah, so he was he was really, really good in there. And Firefly was just really cool. So, we heard it here first, kids. J.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra? Not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Firefly was cool. No, he's not in the no, Rise of Cobra. No, that was Retaliation. He's in oh, Retaliation. Retaliation, the new one. Anyway, the cartoon is pretty cool. It, yeah. Um... Halfway through season one, and I'm digging it. I recommend it. If you're a Joe fan, it's so, different, but it delivers. So I did a thing recently, speaking of comic books, sort of. Go Joe's on. by comics. I stopped reading Invisibles. I just fucking gave up. What's Invisibles? <laughs> I just have been trying so hard. It's a Grant Morrison Vertigo book. Well, yeah, we talked okay. about this like maybe like oh, yeah, six or seven episodes yeah. What is it called? It's called The Invisibles, and it's fucking unreadable. Like, I'm, like <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> It just doesn't fucking make any sense. It just seems so, like, fucking thrown together and, like, slipshod. And, like, it, 
It seems like a bunch of good ideas that, like, Grant Morrison didn't know, like, how to let out of his brain. So he just did anything, and, like, a, a artist who was probably just like, all right, <laughs> I guess so, like... The basic plot of The Invisibles, again, is kind of like a mix between Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere... Mm-hmm. And The Matrix. And The Matrix. Okay. So it's like there's, like, a hidden, like, world that's, like... One's, like, inherently, like, pro-human, and one is, like... If you think, like, the worm also from, like, uh... Like, uh... Mm. Werewolf mythos and stuff like that, like... Oh, just, like God, I thought he was gonna say breakdancing. If things like the worm <laughs> from breakdancing, it's like that. If you walk without rhythm, you won't attract the worm. Anyway... So, did you mute yourself to say that? No. Okay, good. I was like, I thought I saw you like fiddle with your controller. I was like, what? Why would you not do that? That's fucking Stay audio. Stay focused. That's audio gold. Stay focused. Anyway, so talk yeah, a, talk about what we're talking about, Keith. Not what you can the see. Invisibles, Grant Morrison, <laughs> and it's like there's like this like taint on the world that like. Did he just like, say taint? Yep. Sweet. That like free thinkers like battle, but in the process, the free thinkers sort of become like time traveling superheroes. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. You're sort of like, well, if you think, if someone tries to summon you hard enough, you can just go back in time, but then you're invisible, like, back in time. Like, you can be invisible to the naked eye and shit. And it's just like, I've seriously, I think I'm like 12 or 13 issues in, and I was like, and this is the best explanation I can give to you of this story. <laughs> like, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And are the bad guys bad? And who the fuck knows? And then some people become bugs, and like, they just make other people eat people. And like, there's like, the transition that I just did is the transition in the book. You're like, okay, I think I understand what's going on. Oh, now there's bug people, and they're making some dude eat another human being. Uh-huh. Like, page turn. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. And then the Invisibles show up, and like they do flips, and they have guns, and it's the fucking 16th century. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I just I gave up. I was like, nope, sorry. And it's like, if you look at, like, top ten comics to change your life, like, it's on every fucking list. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, like, it's up there with, like, Sandman and Preacher is, is and Transbats. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely finished. Okay. I, it's like it's a, from the 90s, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. It's one of the, the Vertigo books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huh. like, I couldn't do it. How many episodes are there? A lot. 40, 50? More, I think. Maybe it's I just fucking weird. Yeah. You, you've never made it through either? I read the first one and was like, okay. Or the first trade, trade paperback. Yeah, yeah. So like the first six or eight issues. And, was and like, like, do you even understand what was going on? Hmm. No, not really. Exactly. Oh, no, I, no, I bought if, it. I bought if, it because of completeness. If that's so on like, a list I, with Preacher and I know, Sandman, I would, then probably that shit comes together. I it, no. Grant Morrison is a little is very weird. Okay, but it could still be good. He wrote some good Batman books, right? Didn't he? He wrote my favorite Justice League series. He wrote the the Justice League books, right? That you I had to in my me. place, and you yeah. read through them. All the good ones. Those are Grant Morrison ones. Okay, so don't don't you have a little face here? You wrote the good X-Men yeah, but, ones? Like, at what point? Like, also, like, I try to like, put myself in my mindset of, say, at, like, at issue 12 or whatever, Grant Morrison has been taking my time for a year. Okay. He's been storytelling for one year, and he hasn't okay, managed 12 to... episodes, though. They're little freaking... No, I know, no, no, but I'm just saying, but they were books. being published monthly. Yeah. I was expected to be so into what I was reading that a month from now, I would pick up the next 30 pages. Look, I realize the attention span that's, that's is short, but truly problem. good literature sometimes takes that time. Like, you ever read Dune? It takes 150 pages where you're bored and you don't know what's going on. And then no, but do you understand? <laughs> but, like, the pacing of a comic book, like, should, I should at least feel like any There's some for payoff. The trade. I should, no, I, I have them all. I have the entire collection. Right. It's like, I should at least give a shit about the characters, and I don't. Well, okay. I can't even remember the main character's name, and I literally read it two days ago, like issue 12. Right. I cannot tell you the main character's name. Right. I think King, it's Frost. King... Oh, no, there's uh, King Mob. King, King Mob is Mob. the bald guy. 
But the the main character is the boy, and he's like he's Frost or Jack Frost, maybe. I feel like the blonde kid is Jack Frost. Jack. I think so. No, Jack Frost is him. They keep calling him Frost and stuff, oh, and he doesn't really understand his powers yet. He doesn't even understand his powers. It's been twelve issues. Pass it on to me. I, I, f- I feel somehow like titillated by this whole this uh, whole like, conversation. Exactly. I want to like, read and it, and that's why I kept reading them. Yeah, like, that's I why kept... I bought the first one. I'm right. like, okay, I feel artsy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be you. the guy who actually finished this. Is... I know you won't. Uh, if you couldn't even make it through fucking half of Superman. You are not going to make it through the Invisibles. <laughs> Superman was really bad, buddy. Real bad. No, dude, you don't. You haven't read the Invisibles. It's just rubbish. So speaking of British comic book writers, I, I just moved and I moved all my comic books, and now they're not in storage anymore. So I've been flipping through some of my old books, mm-hmm. and I picked up an issue of Doom 2099, where Doctor Doom is not really Victor Von Doom, but he's a Doctor Doom in oh, year God. 2099. I remember reading this. I had all the 2099 right? titles. And they're all terrible, except for Spider-Man? some for some reason... Spider-Man 1 lasted the longest and was the least terrible. Doom lasted pretty... the second lo- longest because it, got, it just stopped giving a shit, and the issue I read was written by Warren Ellis. Ravage. Nice. <laughs> no, no, the funniest was Ravage 2099, the only character in the 2099 universe who didn't have a regular version. Yeah. You're like, why is 2099 on the end of this? Oh, it's, just awful. <laughs> it's just like there's no Ravage in the regular Marvel universe. I like the Spider-Man one. It was kind of fun for a while. I think I read the first few. Uh, the issues. Hulk one is terrible. I read some of those. The Punisher one is just. I, the Punisher one I read, but I was like, man, just insane. Wait, because 2099 was just supposed to be like. Marvel's answer to Image and all that stuff. Being like, we're edgy and cool. Yes, it's very edgy and cool. <laughs> and for some reason, Warren Ellis started writing Doom. Does it get good? It's interesting. If it wasn't 2099, I'd be really invested in it. Because <laughs> you know it just stops. Yeah. <laughs> the backstory is awful and the future is gone. <laughs> it's just one pretty good issue. <laughs> Warren Ellis. What was it? Fucking, what was it? Um... With the art, of course, being terrible. Right? The yeah. art is just god-awful. There's an, there's an issue I have kicking around my house of Spider-Man that, for like inexplicable reasons, is drawn by Jim Mafood. And you're like, what the fuck is this? It's like a normal fucking regular issue. It's like more of like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's like one of the, like... But it's like... Jim Ma- If you know Jim Mafood's yes. art style, this, like he doesn't even try to draw. Like he's just drawing like Jim Mafood. It's like suddenly, for a single issue, it's just like, Spider-Man's graffiti now. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and like the next issue goes back to like a normal comic book artist. I want to see this. Well, it's I like do. There's an early issue of X Force, which was all Rob Liefeld, oh, and man. they do a flashback scene, and the flashbacks are drawn by an early in his career Mike Mignola. Whoa! <laughs> right, so the flashback art is fantastic. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's totally like dark, and it's all about Cable working in the '60s with his mercenary group. And then you flip the page, and it's Rob Liefeld, and there's That's 50, Rob Liefeld. Yeah. There's fifty teeth in one guy's mouth. And you I've can got see them all that at once. go on forever. <laughs> exactly. oh, it's, like, it's fantastic. It's just like whoever it just made okay me think this. of the, like the Jack Sparrow song with Lonely Island. It's like you turn the page, like now back to the good part, and it's like Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Mike Mignola is, you know, yeah. <laughs> wants to have some serious rap. Rob Liefeld just wants it to be about guns and belts everywhere. Yeah. This, this book happens somewhere between Gotham by Gaslight and Hellboy. And then it's this one f- issue of X Horse. It's fantastically weird. Fantastically. Okay. Well, it's like the weird uh, during uh, Civil War how the, like, the core books, like the Illuminati, no, not, no, just the Illuminati book is like a full like painted thing by Maleev 
and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's very cool, <laughs> but you're like, doesn't have anything to do. Like, and like, Cap just looks like a normal, like, muscly dude. Like, doesn't look like Cap, just looks like as muscly as, like... Like Kingdom Come? No, 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 that would be... Like uh, Alex Ross. Yeah. Like, Alex Ross always does those paintings and, like, looks, like, f- like realistic. But, like, Malouf's yeah. paintings don't look realistic. They look, like, weird, Watercolor. Like... They're really... I really like Alex Malouf's style. It's basically. very, very pretty. Yeah. Huh. But Beautiful. doesn't, like... Friend with... of the show. Friend of the Alex show, Malouf. Alex Malouf. Yeah. At, hey, least, but... at least got annoyed by us a couple years in a row. Really? Yeah. What? Works out. He remembered us. He's like, oh, <laughs> those guys. <laughs> you guys are... He's nice. Yeah. Except that he redesigned Spider-Woman in his head to a Spider-Woman that already existed. I know. I was like, really? That's your... Have you not here's researched what, at here's all? Here's what I would like. I was, so he wanted to redesign Spider-Woman's costume. Okay. And he was talking about it. And he was like, she wears red and yellow in this weird Black Widow pattern. He's like, I didn't like that. I kind of wanted it to look more like the Black Spider-Man costume. You know, black with the white spider. And I was like, yeah, like the other Spider-Woman. <laughs> and he was like, whatever. And then we went by his table later and I bought an issue that had... The other Spider Woman on like the cover, fifty cent one or whatever. Wow! And like like this, right? He was like, "Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Mine would look better." <laughs> no, no, no. And what that did wasn't he what do? He said. Oh no, no. He no, said, he, he, he said, "I'm right. That does, does look, look better." better. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Like it wasn't mine would look better. It was like, oh yeah, even though someone did it before, it does. That is a better Spider Woman <laughs> costume. <laughs> yeah, and he would be like, he also like his. He would only. Like it was like to do to get like a sketch from him was like a hundred something bucks because he would do it with watercolor and he's like yeah I, don't, I feel like doing hanging out and painting watercolors so if you want one you're gonna pay watercolor prices I'm not gonna give you a little sketch That's yeah. what, what I'm gonna do in Artist Alley is hang out and do some watercolors he did he did stuff okay. that was just like uh, like inks and everything but the, the watercolor ones were yeah yeah yeah, yeah I also but tried even then, to... he was doing the ink wash and stuff too like he was he was, like... he was doing washes he wasn't yeah. doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wasn't, yeah, which is I not... tried to commission a piece from him, and it was like, I, I, I said, I want a watercolor of this, 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 and, I'm, and he's like, this would be the present. I'm like, all right, sweet. I can totally afford that. And I'm like, in the colors and stuff, he's like, what do you mean colors? I'm like, well, I said watercolor. He's like, oh, no, that's this price. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I, so that didn't happen. It made me very sad because I fucking love that. When, when you art. say, can you give a ball tar- ballpark figure what this guy was asking for a watercolor? Uh, 400 With, with color? Yeah. $400. Yeah. Okay. Which isn't... Ridiculous for what? It really isn't. I just, it's really what, what's out of his my face was there? Campbell? Oh my god, J. Scott stuff. But like the thing about J. Scott stuff though is that it gets sold for so much on eBay. Like even at one point, like he was cutting down the price on his Maleficent and was like, "I'm selling this." Like I heard him talking to this guy. He's like, "I'm selling this to you because you seem to be really into the piece and you seem to be really like fucking cool." Like. Just, like, fucking don't put it on eBay. Just, like, frame it and enjoy it. Just put it in your house. Yeah. Just don't. Like, you're going to be able to. Like, you can get double the price for this on, on eBay. eBay. Yeah. I could get double the price for this. I'm selling it to you because you seem like you really want it. Please, please, please don't just jack up the price and put this on eBay. Wow. Like, he's like, I'm giving you a good price. Because J. Scott stuff is, like, big-titted fucking cartoon women that sell at, like, for a shit ton. Like, Wait a minute. You can draw a big-titted cartoon woman and make shit tons of money? Only yep. if you're J. Scott really? Campbell. If, yeah. if you do it a lot. We're in the wrong business. Only if you're J. Scott Campbell. He's, he, really but J. Scott not. Campbell was a really cool guy. We went to his like yeah, yeah, drawing yeah. Well, Even the fact that he was willing to thing. cut the price down yeah. for a guy yeah, 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 who like, yeah. seemed to actually want it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, wasn't yeah. just like a collector or whatever. You know, like. Yeah, and that, that's... Well, even fucking... If it, like, I was like, oh, man, I really, like, I really missed that Sienkiewicz. Like, I really would have loved the Sienkiewicz, whatever, and then I went on his oh, site. Oh, man. His Sin- stuff is so expensive. Yeah, exactly. But he's built Sienkiewicz. Like, know. original he's... comic book art, so, like, not even, like, proper pieces, right? So just, like, pages of art that he's done already, not mm-hmm. a commission. 
like easily a grand a page. Like wow, and that's that's for shitty pages like splash pages or covers, pages with big characters. Covers are like two thousand, three thousand bucks. I have yeah. pages from a from a Mignola story, Lobster Johnson. Awesome. Yeah, I, I bought some from that from guy. That. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Uh, what's it, what Anderson? has he done other than Hellboy? That's the, like, the only thing that I've read. Literally every page of it was Alfred and the Grey Mouser. Yeah, I have that one. Which is good. Monster uh, Johnson, BPRD. Yeah, yeah that's all some, BPRD stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did some stuff for Marvel. There's a new one coming out, or and it's come out, and I'm not sure what it is. It's a girl on a cover, and there's tentacles on the back, of uh, course. There's tentacles. Uh, the Incredible hmm. Screw on Head was him. Yeah. Hmm. And that was a good story. Uh, that was Bat- like one short. Batman's thing. Gotham by Gaslight. That so, sounds cool. Yeah, Batman. It's an Elseworlds story. It's one of the first ones where it's in Victorian times. Mm-hmm. And basically, Jack the Ripper shows up in Gotham after escaping London. Awesome. And kills Bruce Wayne's parents. And like, Nino. Eh. What a twist. What a twist. Yeah. And we've come full circle. Yeah. It's a pretty straightforward <laughs> detective who's the killer, who, who, who does, but, yeah. but the art is just really gorgeous. Yeah, always is, man. Negative space. Lots of negative space. Ba- anytime you get to draw Batman in a graveyard drawn by Mike Mignola, yeah. you really I'm just are going to sit there looking at it up. for a little while. Right. Yeah. So Jay Scott can sell Richard and Sinkavich. Like I said, Sinkavich. But, but at the same time, he's a fucking legend, basically. Yeah. Like he's well, like he was at the panel and he was like, "So I draw this thing and people were I was like charging two hundred bucks for it, but it took me five minutes to draw." And they're like, well, how can you charge that much? Because it only took you five minutes. He's like, yeah, but it took me 20 years in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know? And he was at a sketch duel, and he was just – normally they take the full hour to sketch uh, as another contemporary artist is sketching. Right. And he must have drawn six, seven full no, finished pieces. No, he did four. Something like that. No, but then he started drawing on the cardboard backings of stuff that he oh, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, he, was yeah, just, and like, he just didn't stop. The funniest is, like, and like, he kept talking, and who he was with? He was with Manupal. And Manupal wanted to, like, I guess, keep up with him, because he was like, oh shit, we'll do a Daredevil. Okay, I'm going to do a Daredevil. But, like, you saw, like, Manupal, like, looking over and being like, oh fuck, he's almost done. And, like, Manupal wasn't talking just because he yeah. was, like, so just trying, to, just keep trying to keep up. And Kevin was like, blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Okay, this is done, by the way. Does anyone want this? I'm going to draw another one. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and just, like, keeps talking, and you're like, that was like, that was like, a was fun like, one. Like, someone was just sort of like, uh, Bill, you've been, uh, you've been talking a lot. Like, uh, how's your sketch coming? Oh, it's done. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the moderator was like, are you drawing? Because, like, part of this is, like, to yeah. draw the thing. And you're like, to shit. you see Manny Ball's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta draw another Joker or something. <laughs> yeah, they drew Joker. They drew Flash. They drew... They did something else. Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wanted those Hellboy pieces. Yeah. I wanted... The one I wanted was... I just... I wanted, wanted, wanted was Mali's Doom. That one Melly's was Doom so was good. fantastic. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, just a mockery of who was Where was it? This was he at was Fan Expo Sale? in Toronto. Hmm? Tim Sale? No, that wasn't. It was Sale and Melly the Batman, and did both Batman. of their Batman were fucking they were sick. ridiculous. Yeah. Who like, did I mean, do? like, Tim Sale, Tim Sale is the one who did Long Halloween. So, you know, like, yeah. the, yeah, like yeah. Batman who's, like, not even, like, a dude. Like, it's all cape and, like, super, like, lanky and, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like it's the a great cape look. that just goes on forever. So, it's like, Tim Sale's Batman is, like, super iconic. And Melieve. Had Batman like coming out of the shadow, like yeah. using all the white as as like negative space, mm-hmm. oh, like right. the, so he was like if the white was shadow, Batman was coming out of the shadow. Like, right. Fucking also. Like, Wasn't the guy who won the draw to get that piece like totally? He was the like, Doom one. He yeah. Was, like, he was, was it the Doom one? Yeah. It was yeah. He was like, oh, Doom. He picked it up, Doctor didn't even Doom. smile, kind of grabbed it. Hard. I don't even know if he said thanks, and he walked off. And the guy was like, Malia was like. <laughs> the three of us what? were sitting in the front row, going. <laughs> 
Like, let's he, jump this he guy. Like, like, he's like, that kid didn't seem very... You know, he talked to his other. He's, yeah. like, he's like, he didn't seem very excited to have my doctor do him. I should have written in big letters, like, for John, from Alex. So, so it doesn't end it. up on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, in fact, if you see him, tell him to come see me. He's I'll like, sign I want to sign it. It's amazing. <laughs> Malik wants to sign your thing. To John <laughs> from Alex. Like that guy is the funniest. Oh, my God. He was, like, was like, he didn't seem very happy to get my artwork. <laughs> like, just super chill. And then when we were supposed to be the, like, the, the foreign artists, it was supposed to be a panel of four, but then it was only, like, Maliv and... Georgevich. Georgevich. Georgevich, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the two other four ones. Stuart Immonen yeah. and... Uh, Who was the, the guy from Brazil? Tien something? No, the French black guy. No, oh man, they went out drinking the night before. Only <laughs> <laughs> two of them made it. Marco Djurjevic, fucking worst interview ever, but hilarious. He's like, I don't read the scripts to Thor because I think Thor is like a stupid story. <laughs> so I just read the descriptions of what's happening in the scene. Like I don't know what anybody's saying in the scenes because I don't read that part. <laughs> and it was like, how do you how do you get away with that? No one's ever complained at Marvel. <laughs> Oh, he's hilarious. It's just like he Thor's yelling awful. at Odin, so I draw Thor yelling at Odin. <laughs> and I remember him talking a lot about Beyonce. Yeah. He's he really got a hard on. Yeah, he really likes, yeah. He's like, Marvel sends me all the finished comics and I don't read them. I just give them to kids in my apartment building. Yeah. <laughs> like, they send me like 10 every month. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so good. Because <laughs> like, he's just like this artist who like... He's like, what would you like? Okay. He was a commercial artist. Yeah, exactly. Like he used to he used to do like fucking Lucas Arts, like drawing mm-hmm. stuff and whatever. And he's like, working at Lucas Arts was the worst experience of my life. He's like, because basically he's like, you put all the art up, and then like George Lucas comes and he stamps, okay, okay, and like what needs to change? And then they're like, draw the same picture, but now give the guy laces instead of buckles. Okay, now draw the same picture, but give the guy shinier buckles, like the first one, but the buckles are shinier. <laughs> now, draw the same picture, but now now make the guy's boots this way. <laughs> And he's like, you just draw. You just draw. He's like, it's your job. What do you want to do? I don't know, like draw album covers. (laughs) But there's not enough money in it. That's great. So so you're drawing Thor. Do you prefer to draw like Thor in New York or Thor in Asgard? What kind of a question is that? What kind of a question is that? Yeah, no, he's, oh my God. That that was how he answered my question. That was what I asked him. Really? Like, do you prefer the fantasy or the, the modern stuff? What kind of a question is that? And put his head down and started writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fucking king. That's so good. Yeah, not a fan. Um, surprisingly, not not a, not a fan anymore. He's just not into <laughs> comics whatsoever. <laughs> Very I, good. Neither is Malev. No, Malev was invested sorry. in what he was doing. Malev liked the stories and like how he like he. Malev. Uh, he was actually, super he did, into the he art. He did specify how the hell we should pronounce his name. So, but. But he was super into the Bendis. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he, he's like he's like Bendis and I talk about the story and stuff like that. And yeah. it's and it's also the best stuff that Bendis does. Yeah, and he was also super invested in like how the art looked and what the printing process was and He hates the printing process. Well, yeah, they always yeah. screw up his he hates, colors. He hates he the printing process in North America and he like I like doing comics in Europe because, you know, the the finished product is a Color nicer changes. product and yeah. you know. And he's like, he's like, if I had my way, I would just get an old printing press and like, not print do lithographs. Like lithographs. He's like, I would just like carve lithographs for money if there was somehow money to be made in carving <laughs> lithographs. I saw a movie on Netflix called Just Like Being There, which is all about poster design for rock bands and mm-hmm. the new companies that do screen printing and make all kinds of money. 
doing that. And they talk about... Next step, lithographs. And they talk about that a little bit, and then they switch over to Mondo, the um, Austin movie theater... What's it called? This, the one where you drink and eat food there. And oh, if you trying text, to do the retro. Yeah, and and get if you text, out. they throw you out if yeah. you're on your phone. And it, uh, it's in Austin, yeah, Texas. It's like super famous. It's, uh, the, draft, the Alamo Draft Alamo House. Draft House. And they, they talk about people who go to their special events just to get the one-of-a-kind movie poster for that night and then sell it on eBay for 300 bucks. Huh. And? and Did you hear about fucking... Uh, just like speaking of that one of a kind thing, uh, Andrew went to PAX and got the limited edition PAX fucking Cards Against Humanities, and he got four sets, and he sold the four sets for two hundred dollars. What? Fifty each. <laughs> yeah. Good. Because of limited God. edition PAX Cards Against Humanity. Uh huh. Fifty bucks. And there, I guess they were part of the swag, or it yeah. was like a. Yeah, they were part of the swag. The swag they bags. were like they got like they got hot fast, and like if you got there like midday, all the bags had them taken out. I guess by like staff and shit, right? Like, just to. Because everyone was like, I want this thing. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, in conclusion, though, 9to5 uh, presents in 2015 the Montreal Draft House. Huh? Ooh. Oh, yeah. In uh, two years from now, we're going to pull all our money together and then open up a movie theater. Uh, that we serves are? beer and hamburgers and throws at people who talk didn't, and text. Didn't we just talk about this? We did. This has no. been something that I've... Me and Scott. T- yeah, but I don't know. This is something I've talked about for a really long time. Fucking get, getting, the... a, getting a space in Griffintown or whatever. And just, is this like, where we'll show our, our, our very first production of what was it called? Sharks and what? Sharks uh, and... Vampires? No, no Vampire. werewolves. Or, Vampire or van- werewolves on a boat or something? Yeah. Vampires and werewolves. Blood, t- blood Tide. Blood Tide. Blood there we go. Blood Tide. Thank you. <laughs> Sophie <laughs> and I will do limited edition screen printed posters. Yeah, exactly. Man, that documentary made me really want to do art professionally and everything... Uh, about my career path, just just what, wrong. What documentary? Just like being there. It's not like you have a website where you can put up art, though. Like I understand it's not you're getting paid for it, but it's like one of those things that's just hard to do is to put your art in a place where people can see it. I know. No, it's hard to like sit down for eight hours a day and work on a poster. I understand. But I wonder for if you got that as a job if you'd hate it eventually. I no, would. I wouldn't. But do you remember when you did work for posters and did then people like kept telling you about changes and this and that and this and that and. Do this and I'll move that there. And this also, not getting paid for it. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. But eventually, I do, I do have a certain respect for the volunteer process. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> if I volunteer to do something, fucking take it because it's free. <laughs> the end. We're coming up to the end of the hour. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have anything they want to talk about? I'm sorry. What? You heard me. He said we're coming up to the end of the hour. Is there anything you'd like to speak about? Thank you for translating. No problem. No, I think we're good. Let's, uh, <laughs> so he's like, nope. <laughs> now that I understand the question, let's let's fuck off and go eat, please. <laughs> uh, I was gonna just talk about really quick the music because I've been listening to a lot of Charlie XCX. What? Charlie XCX. He's the guy from Lost. No, but yes. That's Drive Shaft. Drive Shaft. <laughs> yeah. You are everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Totally not Oasis. <laughs> She's this British girl, so yes, Charlie from Lost. Uh, she's like 19 or something. Her big songs are Nuclear Season, and then there's other one, which is something, ha ha ha, whatever. Super cool 80 cent sound. Very pop. It's like, it's absolutely pop music, but the 80 cent sound fucking gets me through it. I would say you can listen to the first five songs on the album, then stop listening. Or skip back to the beginning. It should have been an EP that only contains the first five <laughs> because songs. Because it goes terabad after. It doesn't go terabad. It just like gets like, like I mean, um, Gold Panda does the music for the Ha 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 song. Yeah. And Gold Panda's fucking kick-ass. And then, like, there's a couple other people who, like, do some of the beats. Like, 
It seems like if there's someone she's collaborating with, mm-hmm. it's very good. And if she does stuff on her own, it seems to be kind of shitty, which makes sense because she's 19 and doesn't know anything. Right. So she might have, like, good ideas. And on top of that, too, she's also openly admitted that, like, the material off this album is including songs that she's written from, like, age 14 onwards. So I'm like, when you get to the end, you're like, oh, yeah, I could see a 14-year-old writing this song. And, like, (laughs) you know, and it's like, I don't see, like, I'm more interested in to see maybe what her second album is like. How does it compare to Kavinsky? Kavinsky. It's the guy who did the soundtrack to Drive. Oh, very, it's much more pop. Like, it's a lot more poppy. Like, huh. you can kind of, like, dance to it and okay. stuff. Like it's, but it, but sound-wise, there's a lot of, like, similar kind of stuff going on. I thought of two things I didn't get to say. Okay. One thing is I downloaded an app on my iPhone to play this game called Tapped Out. It's the Simpsons thing. It's hilarious. It makes fun of all the, like, just stupid, like, Sims and yes. And it's hilarious and it's rude to you. It's great. Sims Tapped Out is a very big deal right now. Oh, it's actually called t- Sims. Okay, well, anyway. It's called Sims. Ta- not Sims tapped out. Simpsons tapped out. Yeah, you know, it's really Simpsons fun. Simpsons tapped out. It's like fucking like. Obviously, it can't do Angry Birds. It's doing like Angry Birds volume. Obviously, it can't get to Angry Birds downloads because Angry Birds has been the biggest game ever. Yeah. But apparently, it's like the fucking. It's fun, and that's that's what you heard before. Homer yells at you when something happens. Right. It's great. And the other thing I wanted to ask is, have you, Scott? Because I'm seeing this in the library. Oh yeah. Have you read Jonathan Strange? And Mr. Norrell? No, I haven't yet. No? That's Marissa. She's read it. All right. It's on the shelf of books I I want to keep up high because I do want to read it. I've heard I should. you got to yeah. keep those books out of reach of the baby. <laughs> the baby, baby can't move yet. Baby is a stationary creature. Baby's pretty underperforming. How many months is it? Not even three. Whatever. <laughs> it's not reading yet. The you know, book's on the You know what? Three months ago I was unemployed. Now I have no, a job. No, it's just my... <laughs> what's baby done in that time? <laughs> it's just... I it's just my to. eye level, so, so for me to keep it, like if I put it on the floor level, then... Uh, Baby's going to read them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Only if you put Baby directly in front of him. Like, oh. Sophie, try to read it. I tried to read it ten years ago. I'm done now. See. No no success? Nope, didn't finish it. I want to talk about books really quickly because I wanted to ask John about Keith that is not allowed. he was in the middle of reading. Keith is not allowed. Remember the book where you were like, you're on a planet full of war and you're a marine and I'm a marine on a planet full of war. Um, are, you talking about are you talking about Armor by yeah. John Steakley? Yeah. Okay, so I, I really did love that book when I was a, a young lad. I was like maybe I really wanted to come back to it because you gave me the story, yeah. Yeah, and I, it, the book just totally didn't hold up. It was like schlocky sci-fi. It was like garbage. Did, and you were like, did, I was an idiot when I was 16. Well, I was, as were we all. <laughs> and um, I was much smarter. <laughs> Relatively. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relatively sure well, I peaked I, when I was six. I, 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 I <laughs> might have been memory. smarter, but my appreciation for literature was not perhaps at the same level. Yeah, we right. should go back in time and take a look at some of our live journal posts. From, oh my from god, I did that the other day. I deleted my ten-year post. I know, I, I noticed. Really? Yeah, that's tragic. No, it isn't. God, I'm, trash. All of I'm just going to take some of John's comments on my live journal then and post those. <laughs> cool. Oh, I don't know, <laughs> man. Those are funny. <laughs> I, I did a lot of troll posting it, uh, that I thought was like meta troll. I don't think people really got. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's even more funny uh, to yeah. share. <laughs> I wanted to look up all that whole Liam Neeson was stalking me thing, so I went and read through all my life journal to Wait, find. Wait, Liam them. Neeson was stalking you? Oh yeah, this is a story for another time, John. What? Tune in <laughs> next week. <laughs> when Sophie tells the story when Liam, Liam Neeson was Liam stalking Neeson has a huge cock. That why it didn't work out between Like the you. size of one of those big water bottles. Like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> the 9 to 5 entertainment. <laughs>
9to5.cc on Facebook, and uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.